Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of our Call of Cthulhu short shot podcast on the cast of many things. Today, we will be playing a game called At the End of Hope Street. I will be your keeper tonight. My name is Faye, and today I have with me Norm. Hello. I just woke up and you put me on the spot. Great. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You're going to feel my ire later. And uh, we have with us Tyler. Hello. And Matt. Hi, everybody. And Felicity. Hi. And Nathan. Greetings. I figured that what we could do is um, go around and just introduce our characters a little bit in the same order that we said hello to everybody. So if you're ready, Norman, now, go ahead and introduce your character. My character's name is Aaron Burns. Uh, He is 17 years old, uh, occupation as an engineer. And then I next, I believe it was Tyler. Hi, I'm Walter D'Amico. I'm a student and I work part-time on my uncle's fishing boat. All right. Loving the Rhode Island accent. And Matt? I am uh, Butch Thompson. I'm a senior baseball player on the uh, varsity team at Hope High School. I have uh, desires to be a uh, military officer to take after my father when I graduate. And I am uh, basically kind of like a go-getter type of try-to-make-everyone-happy leader type. Very nice. And what about you, Felicity? I am playing Angel Dois. I can pronounce my own name, Angel Dois. I am a student, uh, formerly from Chalon-Soumont, France. Uh, and I have uh, just a little bit, a few months' experience as a uh, front-time nurse, uh, front-line nurse in the war. But my father moved us to Providence so that I wouldn't have to see that stuff. And we'll talk a little bit about why that is very soon. And last but not least, we have Nate. Who are you playing, Nate? Uh, my name's Raymond. I just moved from Exeter, and um, I'm the youngest in this group, but it's mostly because my uh, my fellow 15-year-olds are much too immature for me. <laughs> All right, thanks for introducing your characters. So, we are going to start off in the May of 1915 in Providence, Rhode Island. So, uh, everybody put on your best New England accent. All right, so to start us off with, the five of you are high school students at Hope High School, located in Providence, Rhode Island. The five of you are sitting in English class. The school is not very big here, so despite having you all in different grades, most of you are kind of taking a lot of the same classes. It is mid-May, but the oppressive heat of the promised summer is already rolling through the city, and Mr. Althorpe, your English teacher, seems to be droning on about Shakespeare, and you think it may be Macbeth, but you're not quite sure. All around you, the students seem to be falling asleep, lulled by the voice of Mr. Althorpe and that warm zephyr that's coming through the open windows um, through Hope Street. What would the five of you be doing in English class? I'd be probably falling asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Trying really hard not to fall asleep, that's for sure. Yeah, I I I think for Aaron, he would most likely be sketching in his notebook like he's probably putting the teacher's hat on like either a pig's body or Godzilla's body. Mm-hmm. Angel is paying rapt attention. She must uh, do her best to become an educated and erudite woman so that she can become an excellent <laughs> wife someday. 
can't say things like that while I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, Raymond has a uh, textbook of Bram Stoker's Dracula overlaid on top of his uh, text of Macbeth or Hamlet or 13th Night or whatever boring text we're reading right now. How can you read such horrible things? And uh, Butch is probably uh, rolling a baseball back and forth in front of him on his desk, just kind of half paying attention. Okay. I'd say Walter probably, like, he kind of nods up now and then because he's a he's a bigger guy and, like, his knee will start, like, kind of, like, cramping a bit in, like, the, the desks that he's kind of almost outgrown by this point. So I want everybody who is not paying attention to go ahead and roll a spot hidden check and uh, tell me in just a second. So Felicity, your character, you are listening to doc- to Mr. Althorpe and he's kind of reading in this old kind of like slow voice. Um, and he says, Macbeth says, so foul and fair a day I have not seen. And Banquo asks, how far is it called to force? What are these so withered and so wild in their attire that look not like the inhabitants of the earth and yet are on it? Live you? Or yacht that man may question? Uh, and everybody go ahead, tell me your spot hidden checks. 22. Very nice. Is that a success for you? That is uh, the second one. So I have to get under Ooh. 50, but then uh, so I got under a 25. So that's, nice. a, so that's a hard success. It's a hard Perfect. success. Yeah. This is my first time using this dice, and it gave me a 98. <laughs> okay, that's a fumble. So yeah. I think you just fall asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I was too into drawing, and then at some point, I was just, all right, he's talking too much. This weather's getting to me. I'm going to take a quick nap. Mm-hmm. And Butch had a hard success. Nice. Raymond has a normal failure. Okay. So for those of you that have successes, um, you notice uh, one particular student named Howard. He's been in the same class as you for a long time. You know him. He looks like he starts to slump forward in his chair. And it looks at first like he's just falling asleep maybe, kind of like everybody else in the class. But then you kind of see him start to kind of like lean over to the side. And he kind of very slowly just starts to fall out of his desk. Uh, Howard, how close am I to him? Depends. He, uh, are you a back of the class seater, sitter, or are you the front of the class sitter? <laughs> more of a, I think Walter would be kind of more of the back of the class, sort of, uh, not only for just, like, himself, but also because he's bigger. He yeah. would, like, need to be behind everyone else out of, like, logistical necessity. So. Yeah, so he, yeah, so you are probably, with your hard success in being a back of the room sitter, you are probably, you know, like, right next to this guy. I, I, I like to try and, like, grab him before he, like, comes out of the, falls out of his seat. Okay. And um, as you, like, go over to catch him, he, uh, are you, like, you're just kind of, like, grabbing him, having him fall into your arms? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay. So he falls into your arms, and, you know, normally you would think that if someone was falling asleep, that they would just, like, wake up on impact, right? They'd be like, oh, crap, I, I fell asleep. But he falls into your arms and just kind of stays limp. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, me, um, hey, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Althorpe? Uh, hey. Mr. Althorpe looks over, and uh, he stops droning. Um, he can, you kind of catch him right in the middle of his, like, uh, his, like, speech about Macbeth, and he's like, oh, by each one, oh, oh, and he, like, 
kind of slowly shuffles over and says, Howard? Howard, my boy, bends down very slowly because he's kind of an older gentleman and tries to, like, slap Howard on the face. I'm kind of, like, shaking. I'm like, Howard, Howard, wake up, dude. And at this point, I mean, everybody in the class has seen that Howard has, like, fallen um, onto, you know, yeah. has fallen into your arms. And, can you I, know... Can I check his pulse? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, would you like me to make a first aid? Yeah, go ahead and make a first aid roll. That's a 15, which is just barely uh, above my fifth score, so that is above my half, or below mm-hmm. my, well below my half. So it's a hard success. Yeah, so you can feel his pulse, and you feel first um, that his hand and his arms are just cold and clammy, um, completely, you know, strange for being sitting in this super hot room and you can tell that his pulse is just going wild like you know that normal pulse is between 6 to 100 his heartbeat is probably going at at least 130 and he's cold and so as you take his hand um he all of a sudden rolls his head towards you and you hear him muttering under his breath it burns it's cold and wet it beats down your mind. Can't get away. It burns. And then he just kind of faints and stops speaking. Should I go run and get the nurse, Mr. Althop? Or do they have nurses in schools back then? <laughs> like <laughs> <They> real <laughs> nurses? <laughs> they definitely, yeah. Okay. They definitely had a nurse. Also, I'm a nurse. Um. Should, I, uh, should I carry him there? Yeah, before um, you know, you can go call the nurse, um, Mr. Althor stands up and says, All right, class, yes, uh, cl- class, class dismissed. Uh, I will take Howard to the school nurse. It is, after all, a, a beautiful afternoon, and you children should not have to stay for this. The bell is about to ring regardless, so oh. off you go, and I, I will take Howard. Uh, Please, no. Mr. Arthur, I would go with him. I, he has just had some kind of a nervous fit. I would see that he is all right. This Howard is my friend. Yeah, no offense, oh. Mr. Althorpe. I mean, uh, I'm sure that you were you know, very strong at some point. Um, you just seem kind of... I mean, I could... Uh, I feel like I would be better equipped to kind of escort him there at this point, sir. With no, with all due respect, just... Uh, uh, very well. Come with me, the two of you. Everyone else... Class dismissed. I ignore him and I follow too. Okay. Oh yeah, Raymond is definitely following and has been taking notes. <laughs> I'm, so I'm gonna shout like out a little posse of oh, so I, As I kind of like carry him out, I'm just gonna uh, yell back and be like, "Hey, uh, Aaron, I'm gonna be uh, late for the uh, the tutoring session after school. I've been probably dealing with this, so just uh, heads up. You can also come with us if you want. Yeah, it'd be nurse, if uh, I just come with you. Uh, I, I pretty much have majority of the notes anyway that we're going to be covering. Uh, so well, let's just deal with this and then we could just double time over to the library. All right. So everyone is going with Mr. Althorpe and Howard to the nurse's uh, station. Yes. We. Oui. All right. So um, you make your way through the school. It's not that far of a walk um, for you to carry Howard down to the, to the nurse's office. Um, it's all one building. It's kind of like a one building with many classrooms and um you know you can just kind of go into the nurses into the nurses room as you do you kind of like mr althorpe opens the door for you kind of allows you to carry um this kid into the nurses room thank you and uh mr althorpe kind of you know waves down the nurse and is like and is like jenny jenny 
a student is sick, and you see this kind of younger appearing nurse. She's probably oh, you know, like in maybe in her early twenties, um, and she kind of sticks her head out from her office, sees that you know all of you are there, and kind of like very quickly um, runs out from her office. She's wearing a very crisp white uniform, and comes out and says, "Oh yes, bring him in, bring him in," and kind of motions for you um, to bring him in, Tyler. So Walter was like, yeah, 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 hey, nurse Jenny, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just kind of uh, fell over. No idea. Yes, yes, I will make um, a determination of what has happened. It seems another one of the students has fallen ill, Mr. Althorpe. And she kind of gives um, Mr. Althorpe a look and has and waves you, um, Walter, over to bring Howard into kind of the back where the exam room is. And she turns to the rest of you and she says, Ah, 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 we do not need all of you gawking at what's going on with Howard. Off with you. Please, nurse. I am trained in these matters. I have helped men before in far worse condition. I saw what happened to him firsthand. I would assist you if I could. Uh, roll a persuade. While y'all are talking, Raymond wants to just walk right past the nurse and start looking at Howard's teeth. <laughs> what are you doing, um, Raymond? He's just got Dracula in one hand and walking over and just, like, pulling Howard's oh. lips apart to look at his teeth. Oh man, that's okay. not, what are you doing, man? I got a success, by the way. <laughs> okay. Um, Nurse Johnny kind of looks at you and says, "Well, all, all right, but I, I think he's probably just going to need to go to Rhode Island. You all know that Rhode Island means Rhode Island Hospital." All right. So, Walter, you're carrying Howard. Um, you put him down on the exam table. Um, Nurse Jenny kind of very quickly takes out her, like, light from the from the wall. And you see her kind of, like, shining the light as she's, like, peeling back um, Howard's eyelids and looking in his mouth, taking his pulse. And she kind of shakes her head. Um, and she says, yep, just as I thought. Another one for Rhode Island. I'm calling the ambulance. Who else? I uh, think I yell in the door. Who else uh, got sick, uh, nurse? Let's see. Why don't you roll a history check for me? I think at this point, uh, Angela is going to be getting, like, she's going to go to the water basin and, like, get a warm, uh, wet towel and, like, put it over his head, because, like, his forehead because he was cold. Did you want to do your own medical exam on this on this kid? Yeah, that would be great. All right, go ahead and roll a first aid. Ooh, you know what? Actually, medicine, because, yeah, you're, like, trying to diagnose him. Um, and then, Matt, what did you roll for history? Uh, well, I'm not skilled in history. I rolled good, but I still failed. Okay. What did you roll? Uh, 18, and I've got a 5% history. Okay. I mean, you would know this. Like, I feel like unless you fumbled, you really wouldn't know this. You know that in the last year, there have been probably 10 to 15 students in your class that have had to be admitted to Rhode Island or to Butler hospitals um, for certain reasons. This is not the first time that someone in your class has collapsed. I got a hard success on my medicine. Very nice. Very nice. So you, um, oh, before we uh, kind of get down that route, um, Matt, did you want your character to react in a certain way, knowing that? I would just say uh, someone should probably ring his parents, or I could run to the house. He lives down the street from me. Probably take me five minutes. Uh, and Nurse Jenny will say, that's, that's a great idea, actually. Um, you know, why don't you use that phone on my desk? Uh, can do. And I run over there and I start... And it's one of those, like, real old phones. Like, it's like, you know, you got to hold it up to your yeah. ear and, like, hold yeah. the speaker piece Oh, yeah, it's probably mouth. an operator. You got to, yes, operator. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right. And um, Fliss, remind me of your character's name again, the first name. Angel. Angel. Okay. So you assess Howard, who's your patient, and you find that his pulse has not slowed down. He's still cold. He's clammy. And you probably would have like found the blood pressure cuff in the room and taken his blood pressure and looked at his like oxygenation. And he essentially has a super low blood pressure. Like his blood pressure is like 70 over 40 and his heart rate is like super high. Either he is, in, in your like understanding, he's like super, super dehydrated. He's bleeding out, which it doesn't look like he's bleeding out. Or he's like really, really, really sick from some type of infection. If this was the front lines, I would say bring this man some plasma. But we are not on the front lines and he is not wounded. Um, Should I go like take a shower or something? I think we have to call the ambulance um, as soon as uh, we're done calling his parents. That's what Nurse Jenny says. I mean, like, is, is he, like, infected or something? Should I, like, go and, like, wash my... I was carrying him. Um, it's not a bad idea. Um, unfortunately, you know, we've seen a lot of this with some of the other children, and it doesn't seem to be any type of infection that we're aware of. Oh, okay. Uh, whatever you say, Nurse Jenny. You'd hear me in the background. Yeah, Howard, uh, Howard passed out in class. You, you need to, uh, probably get here soon. We're gonna be calling the ambulance. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Nurse Jenny will say, once you hang up, go ahead and, and call 911. They have 911 established? <laughs> I don't know. The ambulance, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay, know what they would just say call at the hospital. Operator, I need, I need Rhode, Island, uh, Rhode Island medical. Yeah, so um, what, are the, uh, what are you doing, Aaron, um, while everybody else, while, uh, I guess, um, Raymond's prying <laughs> at this poor kid's teeth, and Andrew is, is kind of, like, assessing Howard, and everyone else is kind of, like, in a tizzy. What are you doing? Honestly, while I'm looking at this whole circus going going on, I I look over, basically looking over my friend. I'm like, uh, "Hey, uh, you doing okay? You wasn't too heavy for you to carry." I I, I mean, I know oh. you're used to lugging them around, but yeah, I mean, we've we've pulled a bigger fish, you know. It's uh, not not really that heavy, but uh, yeah, he was kind of he just felt real like, you know. I don't want to be insensitive, you know, but it, it felt like I was carrying a dead fish, like a real big one. And you didn't notice anything while carrying him? Just that he was like... Well, I mean, you know, he like felt he a little the weird. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, like, he felt a little weird, a little cold for, like, what I mean, I'm dying over here, so, like, mm. I thought he'd be kind of hot himself, but, uh, nah, he's kind of like, uh, you know, like when you get off the water and it's like this sort of, like, you know, it's like... Uh, winter like winter late early spring and you kind of like have to really get by the fire to like warm up it's it felt kind of like that when you just kind of get to the fire the fire's kind of like heating up your hands a little bit but it's still kind of got that it's colder uh it felt cold deep you know something like that yeah i remember going through my dad's um investigative notes he said something about that because it's not just here that kids have been collapsing people over at the still mill too they've been just knocking out in the middle of work and serious it yeah it's really concerning uh no no one's telling us anything more after that he's digging real deep but nothing nothing else is, he's, he keeps hitting walls basically 
as you guys are talking, Nurse Jenny basically starts to kind of tut and like shoo the rest of you out of the nursing station. And just because she like, she's kind of, she kind of doesn't know what to do with herself. She has her patient. She wants to take care of her patient. And she doesn't want like six of you kind of all hovering around. And so I know that some of you are definitely out outside of the actual exam room. But she definitely like turns around, sees you, Raymond, and she says, Raymond, what are you doing? Uh, I'm checking his teeth. Out? Right out of here. Okay, ma'am. Okay. Hospitals uh, hospitals got the medical uh, wagon on the way. Thank you very much. And the rest of you, out, back to class, whatever it may be, <clears throat> away from the patient. Come on, guys. Let's go. Uh, Angel will <laughs> place a hand on him and holding her mother's rosary in one hand, she says, I will pray for you. Uh, I was going to say, is the time of day, would you say, like, kind of leaning towards ending of school or is it like mid school right now yeah it's probably like ending school maybe like a couple like minutes now before you would have actually gotten off this was your last class of the day so it's probably like you know 2 45 or so like it's almost three o'clock when school would be out well guys i would love to hover but i gotta go to work no aaron so. aaron we gotta huddle right here yeah, let's bring in the nurse and the teacher to huddle. Let's no, no, no. This is this is way this is way beyond them. I know exactly what's going on here. Why don't we go uh, over to the, the soda shop and just like talk it out? I guess. Yeah, yeah I need some fresh air. This is uh, it's sweltering in here. Yeah. So come on, let's go, and then we could talk it over on our way to the, to to my shop and cover our bases. And uh, as a, a, a lot of kind of thing would be like uh. Uh, good luck, uh, Miss uh, Nurse Jenny. Uh, uh, have a, a good, good rest of your day. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, bye. Yes. Uh, yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Walter. Thank you. You're bringing out my Rhode Island accent as well. Um, <laughs> and she uh, she kind of waves you off, and like as as soon as like the five of you and Mr. Alther leaves, she like almost it's not like a slamming of the door but it's a very forceful closing of the door um so that she can take care of the patient and because like she's very annoyed that she has to like deal with so many p- people um around howard walter's blu- walter's blushing as he works <laughs> i'd punch i'd punch walter in the shoulder snap out of it man i'll get off dude nah you need to stop hitting on the nose has dude been invented yet i don't know Dude, yeah. that's a Western term, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... It would have been invented. Probably wouldn't have been applied to you in this term, because it's more of a dude rancher type of thing, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, could call you cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off, you knucklehead. Come on, let's go out on the porch. So, are you guys all going to Aaron's place, to the soda shop? Heck yeah. Alright, Aaron, what is your soda shop called? I don't actually know if Angel would go without an invitation because it's impolite. That is true. Hey, Angel, uh, come on. Um, I live above the soda shop. Uh, my mom works there. That's, that's all. I mean, you're the one who looked at the body, right? So, I mean, not Dude, body. It's not, you sound not like dead. you're inviting her up to your room. Come on. Just have a drink with us. We're going to have know, some man, sodas. Just, I will come with you, yes. And uh, I believe the soda shop is called Santino's Creamery. Yeah, there it goes. Santino's Creamery. I was looking through my notes right now. Um, so, yeah, we, we would have all chose rolled or to Santino's Creamery. I would have invited Angel as well. Like, just come along with us. Uh, kind of put yourself in, in this as well. So, might as well get your input as well. 
So it's about a 10 to 15 minute walk from Hope High School down Thayer Street, uh, down Hope, which then becomes Thayer Street onto Santino's Creamery, um, which I'm going to say is going to be on a pretty central location of Thayer. It's on Thayer and Angel, right in the middle of everything. Um, it's a pretty busy soda shop that you guys are going to. And as you guys are walking, when it takes that 10 to 15 minutes, you hear that bell um, of the ambulance as it's making its way up from Rhode Island Hospital to Hope High School. Man, I'll never get used to how loud those things are. I will never ever get used to hearing those bells. Maybe in the future they'll streamline and make them a little bit more quieter but still noticeable so they could get to where they're going. Maybe like with super bright lights. You're all, all your ideas, man, are there. <laughs> oh, you're funny. It's a work in progress, don't worry. I'm, I'm constantly coming up with ideas. So the five of you make it without incidents, uh, I'm assuming, to Santino's Creamery, and um, you walk inside. Aaron, what would it be normally like um, on a school day after noon in Santino's? So, on a um Tuesday or whatever, uh, it'd be like a good moderately to packed situation with like all the kids um, waiting for their orders, asking for their french fries, asking for their drinks. Um, definitely staff would be swamped, for sure. And who so, works there? Uh, I think I said... Is it mostly just like a, like a mom and pop shop, like you and your parents? And then also, I know we had said that Walter was going to be working there too with his mom. Yeah, uh, I don't work there. My, my mom just works there. Your mom works yeah. there. Yeah, so Walter's mom would be working there. I know I would be working there. Mr. Santino, he would be working there. Mostly, it would be definitely mostly a mom and pop shop. So it would be like him, his kids in particular, and his wife, while we're like... Not like recent hires, but we're like the kind of like outsiders that actually like works at this place. Okay. Yeah, so you guys go there. It is jam-packed because you have gotten there. You know, you took a little while in the nurse's station. School got out. And basically, this is like the hangout place for everybody after school. So there's probably, I mean, you go in there. It's already hot to begin with, but there's probably like 20 people in this tiny little shop trying to get their sodas, trying to sit down, trying to like enjoy themselves. Um, and it's really hard for you to find a quiet corner. So what do the five of you do? Yeah, this won't do. This won't do. I think Angel will ask. I don't, I don't actually know who she'd ask. She'd ask somebody to, uh, she'd give them, I don't know, a dollar. Ask for, yeah, a whole, whole dollar. dollar. And, uh, well, because she's going to ask for a, for a float after school and she's gonna say I will wait out here um it is too noisy all right your whole dollar is gonna buy your whole game sodas and burgers and fries cool. <laughs> sounds great um all right yeah and you can wait outside what's everyone else doing can we take these out in the back in the yard sure you can hang out on um in the back of the shop um or you can hang out on Thayer whichever you'd like we're gonna need some privacy I know exactly what's going on and so will the five of you, after you get your floats and things like that, go to the back of the shop? Sure. Oh, I'm going to say uh, say hi to my mom real quick. Give her a kiss on the oh, cheek. Yeah. Just say, oh, hey, hey, oh, yeah, this is just great. Hey, ma, just, you know, quick kiss on the cheek oh, and hi, that's honey, it. how was school? Oh, you know, another kid kind of fell over. Oh, another one? Yeah, it's not not good. I caught him, though. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Is he going to Rhode Island? Yeah, he's, he's at Rhode Island now. Uh, he called his parents, but, uh, I don't know, don't, don't, don't look great. 
Yeah, well, that, that's too bad. What, what are you doing this afternoon? You got some homework to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to go in the back, do some homework, uh, eat some food. Um, you know, uh, you have uh, several study group going. Uh, yeah, you know, talk about... Uh, we didn't get to really finish the English uh, lecture, you know, which was uh, frankly riveting uh, today. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, you don't have Butch to... Butch is just cracking up behind you. Aaron's going to uh, help me out a little bit, probably help all of us out. Although he kind of sees it, Aaron seemed to nod off a little bit today. Uh. I was not nodding off, I was just resting my eyes, and I'm saying this as from a distance. I'm like, hey. No, of course, dear. Wal- Walter just likes to joke. How you doing, Mr. Mako? You should not sleep in class. So I'm Hello. waving from the back of the room. Hi, Butch, how you doing? All right, well, I ha- I'll have dinner waiting, okay? Don't you boys get into any trouble. Thanks, Ma. And she kind of goes back into, like, you know, because sh- she's, like, waitressing. Yeah. She's real busy. All right, are, oh. we, all, are we all gathered? I probably would have, like, at least talked to Mr. Santino for a quick moment to see, like, do you need me immediately as I, like, I'm, like, getting my apron so I can start working the soda machine or would, like, the twins, whatever, would be, like, working behind the counter so they don't need me immediately and I can just, like, at least have, like, a bit of a leeway to, like, converse with the group. Yeah, I mean, you probably have, like, a little leeway just because, like, they know that you're getting off school. And so you, like, probably need, like, you know, half an hour or so to get there from school, get changed, things like that. So since, you know, you're, you're, you've probably got a few more minutes. Okay, cool. So at that moment, I just go and meet up with the rest of the group. All right. So the five of you are meeting behind um, Santino's Creamery. What's going on? I'm, I'm drinking, Walter's drinking a nice egg phosphate. It's a thing I looked up that is real. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta explain that, and nobody else knows what that is. <laughs> no one, uh, Walter doesn't even know. He just lo- he thinks it's great. It's got eggs and phosphates, whatever those are, and uh, yeah, he's enjoying himself. It's refreshing. It's like eggs and phosphates. Good. I, don't <laughs> I like what phosphates are. As soon as, is this what you drink to become so tall and strong and tense? Yeah, is this something that like that Walter drinks all the time? Is that why he's like six two and like two hundred pounds? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's got um. Whole, you know, whole eggs, phosphates, not. Nah. Um, <laughs> 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 this little phosphorus. Phosphorus is good yeah. for like the the bones. Right, sure. It's got what plants crave. Yeah. It's got phosphates. <laughs> so you're drinking your egg and phosphates. Everyone else is drinking their normal floats, having their fries, their burgers. I got, I got a dad's root beer. Cool. I wish party pizza was invented at this point, but it's not. Oh, I I'd probably just have like a simple like Coca-Cola at this oh. time. Yeah. Not nothing too fancy. So Raymond is Dual barely touching his food and is kind of rearranging the fries on his plate in a pattern. And it is absorbed in what he's doing. Right, just give me a minute. Give me a minute. Raymond, why are you why do you not eat? Alright, I need props. I need props. Alright. So he's got his fries in a in a pile and there's like you can see maybe like the end of a pickle sticking out from underneath the pile of fries. And he leans forward dramatically. But unseasonably cold winter in, in 1892. And uh, there was there was a mysterious illness going around Exeter. And uh, several people died. And on that cold, a cold March morning, they decided to dig a few of them up to see what was going on. And they they dug up the, the body of young Mercy Brown. She was cold. Well, she'd been dead, so yeah, she's cold. And he parts the fries and kind of lifts the pickle out. 
and there's like a little dollop of ketchup on the in the middle and then on the bottom like left and in her heart and liver there was still blood and my daddy was there and he he said he said she's definitely a vampire and Raymond slams the Dracula book on the table yeah see eat that uh gonna eat that pickle you cannot be serious I saw his teeth I saw his, I saw his teeth these they were pointed I mean like he had the regular teeth and, and then I'll look over uh, at Raymond um, and I'll pull like my mouth up there like uh we all got bangs they're called canines no these are these I can t- I can tell you they were they were long they were they were real pointy I think you should put down Dracula for a bit you're, you're letting it seep into your brain he was cold wasn't he Walter this wasn't he is cold? yeah I mean yeah he was he was, was cold, cold. yes yeah he was cold he's a pointy he teeth vampire he did not have pointed teeth I saw teeth. it with my own two eyes so uh, what's uh, like a vampire your Dude. eyes are to see they just, like dead people with like teeth they drink squirt some ketchup out blood how the <laughs> you just squeeze ketchup out of a glass bottle you mad <laughs> <laughs> just, like, <laughs> no I just like oh, wow plank. there you yeah, go really, I do that you've had so many phosphates blah <laughs> oh, oh so Raymond you, you do know vampires would have burned up in the middle of the sun right no 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 see in this book They've got a... As they're turning into vampires, they just... It's gradual. Their teeth get longer. They're they're cold. We should take some garlic over there. You know what we should really do? We should go... We should go exhume the bodies of those other folks. Roll a persuade check, Raymond, for everybody else. (laughs) You wish to dig up dead bodies. We have to see if there's... um, We have to see if there's blood in the heart and the liver. After they've been dead for a while. We have to do no such Everyone thing. Everyone should determine at what level you would actually believe Raymond to dig up dead bodies. It's gonna have to be... <laughs> it's gonna have to be a hard success. Yeah, better. especially the way how I'm talking to him. Like, you'd know my level of skepticism. Oh, no, that's definitely like, a fail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so how do you guys respond to Raymond being like, Let's go to Swan Point Cemetery and dig up dead bodies. Be silent, child. I'm, I'm like, listen. I'm, I'm in enough sketchy things as it is. I'm not gonna add grave digging in my on my resume with the list of other things I I do. Let's just let's let's, let's put a quick pin on that. Revisit all right, that. All right, have it your way. We don't have to dig up any graves now, but I, when when they come again, when more people fall sick, I I, I reserve the right to say I told you so. We I I will respect your I told you so, but right now we are in no position to be digging up any bodies to check out your theory. So am I gonna become a vampire? No, no. no they have to bite you, and then yeah, you have to bite them. Why would I bite? It's him? a whole thing. Don't don't, don't worry, Walter. It, so he has it's to. So let process. me get this straight. He's gotta bite me. I gotta bite him back, and then I become a vampire. Yeah, but he like shapes, shape shifts and comes into your room at night, and he's all like. Well, why would I bite him back? But he like come on puts his puts his arm in your mouth. Yeah, get out of here. It's in the book. It's in the book. You get, the, get you get this butch. This guy's beyond me. 
<laughs> at this point, is everyone this has been assessing the body. So, um, you know, probably not Butch or Aaron, but um, everyone else who's like been near the body and has assessed the body, go ahead and roll um, in, in intelligence or an education roll, whichever is higher for you for your characteristics. Oh, no. Would he be considered a so fish? So I didn't pass either of those. Raymond has a hard success. Ooh, that is a hard success for the intellectual powerhouse that is Walter D'Amico. Nice. <laughs> yeah, um, same. Hard success. And Angela, you said that you... Um, you I failed. Okay. So people who succeeded, um, you guys get the sense that, you know, you really want to, like, learn more about what's going on with all of these people that have been kind of just fallen over, getting sick, going to Rhode Island Hospital. And you do happen to know that there is a very nice library system in Providence. All right, all right. So say we don't dig up dead bodies. We go to the library. We get some books. We get some, we look at the records. And we see who else has fallen like this. Huh? I, I'd rather dig a hole, be honest, to go to the library. I mean, All right, let's go get a on. hole. I'm up, I'm up for yeah, the hole digging. Butch, that was the first thing yeah. I suggested. Not a, yeah. not a body. I just, yeah, it's a Butch, joke. But you try to, I, Butch, you, you got to. I, I don't want, I don't want to go to the library. We just got out of school. I, I got to go practice my throwing, batting practice. I mean, I was going to say, boy, you don't want to get about people banging each other and drinking the blood. I mean, yeah. what, the kid just got overheated. I've seen it a thousand times. Overheated when he's cold? Yeah, sounds likely. I, I'm not a, I'm not a professor, okay? I mean, Angel, what, what, what's your analysis? I do not believe in vampires. That would be against the word of the Lord. But I would go and watch you play baseball if you wish to go practice. Uh, but I do think that perhaps Aaron may benefit from some time in the library if he was falling asleep in the classroom. Oh, snap. <laughs> you got I, you. I shut off my eyes for like two minutes minimum. It just never uh, happens. Yeah. You, rag about, you rag on me all the time about it. So. Yeah, but I actually have high grades, though. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I wasn't even paying attention, and I could yeah. see you fell asleep. Well, yeah, Butch. I mean, like, you don't want to jeopardize. I'm on the kind of side, like, Butch. You don't want to jeopardize your like your future. Try to dig a hole. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't serious, man. I was just saying I'd just, I'd rather dig a hole. No, physically, yo. not not with a body. And I, you know, it, what do they call it? An analogy? I don't know. I think it's like a meat for or something. Yeah. Yeah. No. I... If you guys want to go to the library, we can go to the library, but... What for? I don't know, I'm... I'm just, Metaphor. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I, I have learned your language second, and I speak it better than you. What is this? I, I know a lot of... I know a lot about fish, okay? Alright. Uh, if you need to go on a boat, I'm your guy, but... You know, it's... Uh, you know, other the language itself is this old... Well, hard for me, but uh, yeah, no. But you go through. You will practice. All I mean, I'm not doing. Uh, what day of the week is it? Actually? No, no. I go with you. I go with you. Uh, it's probably um, towards the end of the week. It's not quite Friday, but it's probably like Thursday or Wednesday. Uh, yeah. So I don't have to go uh, uh, down to the boat or anything. So uh, I, I'm free. Um, you know, as I'm not on the team anymore. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to go. Like you know, look at some books for you. Since uh, you know, I want you to get. I mean, between the two of us, I want you to get to the majors. Uh, you got what it takes. So, well, we clearly all need to spend more time at the library. So let's go. Well, hold on. I'll, I'll look over. Like, listen, Walter, if you're going to be going down to the library, um, I'll, I'll pull up on my back. 
review the flashcards that I gave you earlier in the week, but also here's some new ones from the material that we got this week. I know it sucks, but want you to at least graduate and then there's like 40 words on each of these little cards <laughs> yeah it's 40 words that i've broken down for you <laughs> so you can easily like say them with no problem i don't want to i don't want to talk i know like one of them talk. says metaphor right there oh yeah that is yeah so don't worry just view the words all right, all and right. then over the weekend i'll come over by the boat and we could just review what what you remember all right, I I'm pretty sure like Mr. Santino's gonna like kick my ass for not being inside right now. So Angel, Raymond, Butch, Walter, and Aaron, you're going back to work. And, um, okay. And, and I think our Walter will kind of like will try to be like, all right, Butch, let's just toss the toss the ball. Like I'm not sure how busy the streets would be, but it could be like we're young, we can be obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, toss the ball back and forth on Thayer as you're like walking back up Hope, going towards the Providence yeah. Public Library. People are like riding their horses, like with their carriages, be like, ah, get out of the street. Hey, you get out of the street. Before we walk out, I'll walk past Aaron and kind of just kind of not whisper, but like up close to him. And don't forget, you need to get me the over under on the game Friday night. Yeah, don't worry. I got the stats pretty much done in my room. I just need to go over them like one more time to really make sure. And then I'll pass it to you. Because you said like um, the week is like, we're like what, Wednesday, Thursday or so? It's like Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, it's quite not quite the weekend, but um, definitely towards the end of the week. I'll pretty much get, I'll pretty much um, hand them the notes by like, by like later tonight or so. All right, so the four of you are going to go towards the library. Let's go ahead and play out first. Um, Aaron, you um, walking back and working um, at Santino's Creamery. So before you kind of walk back in, um, I would like for you to, why don't you either roll a spot hidden or if you have something like architecture, roll those. I'm going to go with a spot hidden. Okay, that's not bad. That's an 18. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Um, what was your spot hidden? Is that What kind of success is that? Uh, 25. It okay. says 25% in parentheses. Perfect. So that's a success. Mm-hmm. Um, so before you walk back into Santino's Creamy, you kind of like take a look at the building. You know, you've been coming here every single day of your life, almost, you think, since high school started because you've been working here. Um, and it's really the first time that you've really taken a good look at this building. And you realize that as you look up, you know, the shingles of the roof seem to be falling off. The paint is chipping. And it's really just a strange sight for you because when you started working here, you remember that the paint was fresh. The sign on the front door was brightly painted. You know, Mr. Santino has taken great pride in keeping his business looking brand new. And you're not really sure when, but at least today is the first day that you've noticed that everything on this building, on the buildings around Santino's Creamery, and you can even recall as you look down the street um, towards Brown, which is just a couple streets down, that the buildings on Thayer Street are looking to you like they are all really old. Like someone hasn't been maintaining any of these buildings. And it's really the first time that you've noticed this. And, and I like to think that Aaron, he would like kind of take a couple moments to blink and he'll probably make the comment, I should probably bring this up to Mr. Santino. Maybe he could get the city to go over why the 
Right, this place is starting to look run down. <sighs> anyway, so I would I would tighten up my apron for for a quick moment and then um, go behind the counter, um, seeing the twins, um, Lacey and Evan, saying like I got this. Um, they and wave at taking, you. Yeah, and start like taking people's orders. And it's a busy afternoon, you know, you have lots of orders from people who are coming from the school, you have a lot of college kids that are coming from their classes that are ordering from you, and it's a pretty normal afternoon for you. Mr. Santino is kind of behind you on the grill, making the burgers, making the fries, um, and you're kind of doing the serving. Yeah, the serving and the drinks, mostly. And the drinks. Any interactions that you would like to have with anybody here? I think I... I think at some point when I do stop for break, I would probably like, catch Mrs. D'Amico um, mm-hmm. there. I'd, I'd probably like um, go up to her and say, Mrs. D'Amico, how are you? Um, I got something to kind of ask you. No, Heidi, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Um, I, it, something feels weird down this neighborhood right now. I could have swore this place looked kind of better and you know kind of kept up now everything feels like well everything looks like it's been run down and hasn't been looked after in years is is it just me or do you see this as well no you're right you're right Aaron everything is just kind of excuse my French going to shit in the city I wish I could leave you know I really wish I could just kind of go back to either one of the other cities like Warwick Cranston Definitely so much better than Providence. I just wish I could leave. Yeah, uh... Tyler, don't laugh at me. Oh, no, it's just, no, it's like, it just brings me back. I am from, uh, I am from Rhode Island originally. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I, I I get that, but it just feels, I I don't know, I think Raymond's horror books are starting to get to me. It feels like a literal ghost town, even though we're so busy. If only I could just... It just feels like something's holding me back. Like, I can't really just not leave. I, I, I don't know what it is. I wish we could just pick up and go, but... I don't know. Something just keeps me here. Thank, thanks thanks for hearing me out, Mrs. D'Amico. Um, yeah, I should yeah, get course. back inside and get yeah, back to Yeah, I really appreciate drinks. everything that you're doing for my Walter. You know, like, teaching him all that. Um, tutoring him and all that. You know, he's, he's doing way better in school because of you, honey. That's no problem. He's actually pretty good at math. It's just honestly English that's tripping him up. But, um, and I know my, honestly, my goal is just to get him to graduate, which I know he's going to do with no problem. Oh, yeah, I have, I have faith in you boys. Boys are so good. She goes back to, like, kind of doing her work. Yeah, same, and I probably end up doing the same thing, just going behind the counter, start making people their drinks, and serving them back and forth all right let's hop over to our other four you have made it to the providence public library which is on hope and rochambeau um so just a little bit further north than um providence uh then sorry the hope high school and uh so you are faced with um what appears to be like rather small library in general definitely not as big as the ones um, that you know are at brown um but reliable you know, um, library that most people will come to in the community. Here we are. Here we are. Do not simply look up another copy of Bram Stoker's Dracula while we are here, Raymond. 
we are here to do serious serious work alright I will help you if you need to know about yeah, medical we can look texts up more books on vampires that yeah, is you... literally the opposite of what I have just said uh, did you know that the uh, the uh, you know the phosphate was actually originally kind of developed as a as a health tonic yeah that's, yeah that's, so I, I learned that once does it stop vampires uh, I could I don't know Vampires are not real. You just saw one. I mean, I've never seen a guy bite another guy and then have that guy bite <laughs> him back. If he was a vampire, why did he not bite Walter? The the uh, 15-year-old Raymond, significantly shorter than you, reaches up past your shoulder. Yeah, young. Yeah. Are you guys like walking into the library talking like this? Mm, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> as soon as you open the door and step foot into the library, you just hear someone go, shh. All right, all right. Be quiet. This is a library. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Angel would absolutely be cowed by this. She would be so embarrassed. Her face would turn beet red. All of her freckles would light up. And she would just lower her head. Walter's gonna uh, Walter's gonna elbow Bush and be like, "Yeah, Bush, be quiet." <laughs> kind of s- s- punchy in the kidney a little bit. Where, where the f- where the funny papers? Uh, so you guys who have been in um, Providence for a while would recognize this as Mrs. Uh, Callie. She has been the figure behind the desk at the road at the providence public library probably for like the last like 50 years or as long as you guys have been alive she's been here she's been old she's been crotchety um and she like seems to really enjoy yelling at kids and telling them to be quiet what was her name again callie Callie. mrs anthea callie hey uh raymond you sure mrs callie ain't a vampire raymond just gives you this look like like you're dumb why she freaks me out of course not and as you guys are talking, you just hear her go, Shh! I said be quiet, this is a library! Walter, not everyone you don't like is a vampire. Can I help you, children? And you hear her, like, she is being completely, like, she's, like, yelling at you, so she's telling you to be quiet, but she's so loud. Oh, Raymond totally goes, Shh! We're <laughs> <laughs> in a die? library. Child, that's my job! Can I help you? Then do your job! Do you need a book? I, I, let me go distract her. You guys, I don't want to look for stinking books. You guys go look for you what you need. I'll distract her. Yeah, she's just your type, Butch. Yeah, you would know, wouldn't you? Ah, got me again. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. Uh, all right, so Butch, you're going to go distract um, Mrs. Anthea Cowley, and the rest of you guys are going to go looking for books? Yes. Yeah. Right. Walter's gonna walk around kind of looking for books, but mostly like looking at the giant pile of like flashcards that Aaron has given him. <laughs> Metaphor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so for everyone who's trying to look up in the library, go ahead and um, you can roll me a couple things. So you can either roll me a um, intelligence, an education, or a library use. How do you feel about occult? Sure. <laughs> I'll just. A cult or occult? <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh look, I found a gun. In this, <laughs> well, it it doesn't matter. I got and a small horse. I think Angel is spending so much time trying to prevent Raymond from finding books on vampires that she's not going to find anything because I failed my role. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Walter, it got barely failed. Barely failed. Okay. For library Raymond, use, right? Or for li- Well, do you do library use, intelligence, or education? Oh, oh, actually, uh, my, I still, f- I, I got a, a, a decent success on intelligence. Okay. Which is like it's, fi- it's, it's uh, fifty is like my score, yeah. right? So I have to be like mm-hmm. under that for regular yeah, exactly. old run of the mill. Okay. Yeah, success. All right, I got a twenty-seven. So for those of you that have successes. Um, you guys have kind of an intuition to say, like, mm, let me go look into, like, the, like, history portion of this, of this library. Um, because, you know, this has been happening for a little bit. Has this happened before? And also, Raymond, you've kind of been like, oh, this definitely has to do with Mercy Brown. It has to be history. And so, um, you guys come across the history section. You guys are kind of, like, looking at books, pulling them out. And, um, you actually get to a point that, um you you bump into one of the librarians who is in the history section um she is a much younger librarian um and is kind of you know like kind of putting books back and like kind of like it seems like she's like much nicer to the children at least um and you would know her as rebecca mackey who is um one of the other librarians here and she's much younger much nicer and she's she's uh, she's probably, um, you know, probably like early 30s. And she kind of looks at you and says, oh, hello. What, can I help you with anything? Hey, uh, we are here kind of like looking for some books about, uh, I guess, either vampires or like ghosts or like history or like people being cold, but like maybe biting people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, I, You know, some of the kids have been not feeling great at school and they've kind of been going to the hospital. So we've been... I don't know, it's trying to see if this happened before or something like that. She kind of looks at you like a little bit like perplexed at first because you, you're yeah, like, I don't we're know looking either, for books you know? on vampires and history and something. <laughs> and she's like, uh, you know, um, and this is because you rolled so well. You know, uh, this is so interesting. Um, there's actually somebody that came probably like maybe last year that kind of was asking about something similar. Do vampires? Well, no, no, not vampires. Vampires aren't real, dear. Um, but they were definitely, you know, I mean, they were interested in some of the people that have been falling sick in, in Providence and seeing if that's happened in the past. You know, they... This is probably all just nonsense. You don't want to hear this. As a medical practitioner, this is very interesting to me. Please go on. Uh, why don't you roll a persuade? Because I don't have good luck on my dice rolls. That's why. <laughs> See? I failed. Would anybody else like to try? Or persuade? Or persuade, yeah, if you're if you're if you're hanging out with this lady. Ma'am, we're gonna need the, the weirdest book you have. Oh, I mean sorry. like if you uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say this in a way that reflects my Walter's um, abilities in this area. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, if you want to help us out, that'd be cool. Uh, if you don't want to talk about it at all, I mean, for sure, like, you don't have to. Uh, I got a, like, my persuade is a 10, and I got a 28, so. You definitely have to. That's a f- fail. Well, you know, I mean, this is probably crazy. There was someone last year came in ranting about seeking the truth. It's just, it's all nonsense anyway. Anyway, they... They were looking for a book actually in the physics section. That's all that she's gonna. That's all she's gonna tell you with that's all the like fails this, that you guys have. That's kind of like the space math, right? Phys- physics. I, 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 
I guess you could call it space math, yes. Um, some would call it the application of mathematics to the real world. But sure, space math. Yeah, I mean, like, like, you know, tries to bop Walter on the back of the head with a hand he can't reach. (laughs) Knock it off. Just, all right, I'm going to go slay my flashcards. You guys just can't handle this. Lymphatic. Let's come back to Butch, who is uh, trying to distract Mrs. Callie. Yes. What's going on here? (laughs) Can I help you? Hey, Miss Callie. Uh, I'm just curious. Ah, yes. uh, My husband's been dead for 40 years. So how's that going for you? Horrible. What do you think? The love of my life is dead. You ever get out and date again? In this town, no. You got any uh, funny papers laying around, uh, like old newspapers? The comic section. Where's that at? Can you, point, can you show me over that way? I kind of I judge where they're at in the library and try to point in the opposite direction. What's over in that corner? Roll a luck roll. <laughs> Where's my luck? There it is. Uh, that is going to be a normal success. Ooh, all right. She goes, that's a physics section. Come on. Oh, I pointed in the direction they're probably hidden? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, I wouldn't know that yet. So, yeah, I kind of... Uh, can you uh, can you show me which... Uh, uh, I'm looking for a book on um, uh, the application of fastballs against uh, hardwood versus uh, softwood bats. I don't think we have anything like that. But I can show you the physics section. Hi, I'll, I'll follow you, ma'am. You're looking, you're looking really good today. You uh, pretty good for eighty. I'm sixty-five. Oh, um, still work at the library. You still look, 10 years you still old. look pretty decent. Um, <laughs> kind of looking to see where they're at. Uh, she's gonna lead you over to the physics section. She's like, here we are. Um, let me point you to my favorite books. The annals of physics, translated from German to English. I'm just kind of laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Show me the annals. Roll another luck roll for me. <laughs> oh, that's a horrible. Uh, that's a really bad failure. Like 96. Okay. Oh, that's a fumble. And she's like, "I've had enough of your wise cracks." I'm not cracking wise, man. I'm just. Uh, I'm just. I don't like. Uh, Libraries, I'm not much of a reader. Um, I was just curious. I mean, you, you got any uh, granddaughters? No. No? Great granddaughters? No. All right. She, she's like leaving. She doesn't want to talk <laughs> to you anymore. I just kind of stand in there looking for the anals of whatever she said. <laughs> the, an- the anals of physics. So the, the, the three of you now, what are you, what are you guys doing? We're not cracking wise, let me tell you that. <laughs> I don't think we're doing anything wise. <laughs> oh, hey, Butch. Uh, oh, I thought you guys were over on the other side. I was trying to distract Miss Callie. Oh, yeah, Ooh, uh, this, this other lady um, whose name I already forgot, but uh, she was nice. She told us that some guy like came in here like asking about like um, kind of the same stuff we were asking about, but instead of like trying to look up vampires or whatever weird biting things, uh, he's like, one of the book on uh, physics, so we are now looking for physics books. We didn't really follow up with that. We're looking uh, for science vampires. Why don't the three of you roll for a uh, roll for luck? Um, sorry, Butch, go ahead. No, I, I'd try to repeat whatever book she said. Said that she uh, mentioned something about a physics uh, annals of something or other. <laughs> Might be worth checking out. Sounds pretty 
pretty hot. How does he find out? Only seventeen year old boys. <laughs> I rolled a three. Luck? Uh, oh, it's luck. Over really? Mm-hmm. Nice. I got a ninety nine. <laughs> and your rolls are horrible today. They're always bad. That's just I got how a, I roll. I got a three. You got a three. All right. So the two of you that have like um, probably extreme successes, um, you both happen to find like as as Butch is talking about the annals of physics, your eyes land on a row of books that state the annals of physics, and they're like just, it's like a whole like set of volumes of just like journals that are dated all the way back to like 1890 and have come all the way to this year. The two of you happen to, you know, uh, come across one of the volumes. You pull it out and you open it to the first page. And it's called On the Electrodynamics of Moving Bodies. And the article is written by Albert Einstein. Oh, we learned about him in uh, school. He's that, uh, we didn't learn about him in school. He was, was like, I forgot what year it was. It seems like a German. <laughs> I'm impressed you learned anything in school, Walter. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm math. Well, I learned they didn't even spell anal right. And um, with that good of a roll, you guys also realize that on the f- like back of the book, where there's like a little card where they like stamp who's taken it out and the date, you read the date as June 1st, 1914, and the name there is Walter Henry. Is this someone we know? Oh, it's another Walter. Yeah. Um, why don't you guys roll for me either a history check or, again, an intelligence check? Walter, do all you Walters know each other? Well, you know, there's a lot of Walters in Providence. I don't think being from Exeter helped me on this because I have a 97. You have no idea who this is. So I got a success on intelligence. Nice. Dice's been hot. That's not. That's not great. That's a 91. This seems boring. I. It's not about vampires. I actually had an extreme success using intelligence. Nice. Okay. So Butch and Angel, you guys actually remember Walter Henry. He was somebody that went to your school, was a couple of years older than you, Butch, um, and then ended up graduating and going to Brown for college. And last year was a freshman at Brown. As far as you know, you know, just haven't heard anything from him. Well, yeah. It wasn't he uh, a couple years above us? Uh, um, real smart, bookish kid. I think he uh, went to Brown. I, uh, oh, that Walter! I wasn't here last year, so I, I would not know who this person is. And neither was I. Why is this important? I mean, that's just who that is. I mean, unless there's another Walter Henry. I mean, Walter's a pretty common name. Well, yeah, but I mean, why are we in the physics section? Walter. This, isn't about, this isn't about what we're looking in. Well, maybe we, we could try to track this, uh, this guy down, and uh, he said that uh, you wanted to learn about vampires, maybe physics and vampires mesh somewhere, and he maybe he's got the answers. I don't know. Or better yet, perhaps reading about actual science will show Raymond that the world is not made of vampires and ghosts. Oh, yeah, we did learn about Einstein in school. It's on my next flashcard. <laughs> <laughs> what? How old would Einstein have been in 1915? Uh, I mean, he, he's alive. Like, he just yeah, published, he, he published uh, his stuff, theory yeah, of relativity. Sure. And okay. right now, it's just a theory. Okay. He probably published it, like, a couple years ago. Gotcha. I don't know. I never theory. heard of the guy. Is that the guy with the curly hair? Uh, I don't know. I've Ooh, Mr. Wilson down at the newsstand? Uh, a lot of people have curly hair, man. Yeah, but he was in, like, the news Do we have our physics teacher's name? It's What's a German that? guy. Our physics teacher? Do he have a name? Oh, yeah. Um, you mean the physics teacher that you have? At, yes. Um... Yes, his name is um, Mr. Marr. Yeah, Mr. Marr says something about 
him at some point. He was very excited. He was very animated that day. I know because I was able to stay awake the entire class because he was like just it's really about this sort of thing. This is something I don't really remember much about like what kind of was dealing with, but yeah, he was really excited about this guy. Said this was pretty like groundbreaking for physics. Well, I know I haven't even seen him, and since he went supposedly to Brown, I don't know if he left town, went to another school. Maybe we could ask Mr. Ma. Yeah, yeah, he lives uh, pretty close to my uh, to my mom actually. Close with your mom, you say? Hey, hey, hey. look at him. Yeah, I like him. And I, like he's got like Butch. Okay, like. Knock it off, both of you. Um, yeah, don't talk about his mom, man. That's, been that's hard. bad. Oh, that hey. too far. I apologize. It's been hard for us since Dad died last year, so... <clears throat> oh, I didn't anyway, know. Let's, uh, I'm very it's fine. Just, I'm sorry. Just shut up about it. Let's, uh, let's head off. All right. So you guys are going to Mr. Mars' house? Okay. All right. Let's cut right back to Aaron. Um, Aaron, it's probably, you know, 4 or 5 p.m. at this point. Um, the crowds have kind of died down a little bit. What? How long is your shift? What would you be up to? If it's hit like 4 o'clock, um, it's definitely, I've gotten into the groove of getting everyone's orders, um, what they wanted, getting the drinks not at a better pace, because now it's uh, not so crazy. So... I can like leisurely when I'm not dealing with anybody's um, orders or anything. I would either be talking to the twins or I would be looking over my own notes because I was dozing in class, even though I shouldn't have. So, if you're looking over your notes, um, are you like going over your English notes? What's happening? This this time around, I'd probably be looking more like the. the stat sheet that Butch was telling me to um, to get ready for him. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably be looking at the stats of the of the other team, how they've mm-hmm. been faring, who's on the injured list, who's not on the injured list, how's everyone's games been going on, who to really watch out for, of the, who's pitching, who's batting. I, I think at that point, once I would have gotten everything all pretty much everything in order even down to it being color coded on mm. like a whole i have like a whole like little legend of like you could take this guy out watch out for him eh, he might he fair he's pretty decent but he's not gonna be in the major leagues anytime soon type hey, deal as you're doing that um what were the twins names i think i said lacy and oven Lacey, okay. Lacey and Evan. As you're doing that, Lacey and Evan are also working. They're wiping down the countertops. There's fewer and fewer people who are here. Um, And you're concentrating down at your stats sheet, but all of a sudden, you hear kind of a thump. I would look up um, from my notes, and I would see, like, where the thump came from. As you look up, you see that Lacey, as she's mopping the floor, has essentially slumped to the ground. And you are not the only person that's noticed this. Evan, her twin brother, has also noticed this and is running over to help his sister. Yeah, I, I would definitely be doing the same thing, um, yelling out for Mrs. D'Amico and Mr. Santino to come out and get and for help. Okay. Um, when I get over there, um, I definitely would like, be like lifting her up. Um, when I did, when I do that, um, does she feel cold to the touch? But like heart racing, like from from the other cases. Would you like to make a medicine check or a first aid check? 
I got a 25, and for a first date, it's 30. It's 30%. Okay. Yeah, so you notice that Lacey looks and feels almost exactly like Howard did. You notice that she's cold, she's clammy, which is very strange because it's still pretty hot outside, and she's kind of just been working. Like, she's been walking around, cleaning the table, serving people. Now she's mopping the floor. She's doing some extra activity that shouldn't make her super cold. And, you know, maybe you watched Angel take, take a pulse, and you probably also decided to see if you could do it, and you happen to get lucky here, and you also feel that her pulse is quite fast. You can't really tell how fast, but it seems like it's just beating um, like a rabbit's. Oh, oh, oh man, I, I've seen this before. I'm not, I'm not be looking at Evan, but like, this just happened earlier today to another student. He just slumped over and he went cold, but his heart started like, yeah, like a rabbit, basically. And suddenly, nothing. I don't, I don't know anything else. Uh, we we should really get... Where is, where is, where's your dad and where's Mrs. D'Amico? As you um, are kind of like trying to help Lacey and you're speaking with Evan, um, you hear Lacey kind of murmuring and she says, it beats down your mind. It beats down your mind and it's cold and it's wet. I can't get away. Lacey, stop, 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 stop talking. You you need to save your strength. Um... As she says that, Mr. Santino and Mrs. D'Amico kind of run downstairs. You know, they kind of heard the thump. They've heard the commotion. And they're like, oh, oh, my God, what's what's happening? Lacey, Lacey, honey, are you okay? Are you okay? She, she fell then, over. Uh, turns to turns to you and says, hey, go call for help. There's, there's no telephone here. So I, I would immediately, like, rush out of the out of the creamery when when i did that is, is it like <laughs> kind of like twin peaks and where like the whole entire setting is shifting is it looking like more gruesome as, as no. i go outside no Mm-mm. no when you go outside it looks the same it looks old everything kind of looks worn down and kind of you know old like you noticed before but it doesn't look different and actually as you're running outside you happen to see your friends coming down the street hey hey we got another one that we, we got another one that fell down. Walter, Butch, Angel, uh, Raymond, uh, Lacey just passed out and she went cold and I I, I need help. Did you check her teeth? Oh, sh- shut up, man! I'm, I'm, and I start running into the. I will also. I think I'll make a beeline for for uh, the the woman who went down and. I'd like okay. to do... Um, everyone roll um, an intelligence check real quick. Just flat intelligence. Flat out intelligence. It's a fail. Horribly bad fail. 94. Normal success. Hard success. Okay. Almost extreme. Off by okay. one. Those that succeeded, you guys know that the only telephone on the street is at the post office, which is a couple doors down. I will instruct Aaron to go to the post office and call for the ambulance right away okay all right so that's taking charge of the scene which is a thing you do when you're an EMT there you go so Aaron you're telling Aaron to go to the post office Aaron are you going to the post office to uh, call for ambulance uh yeah my also my success was a super success um, okay so you probably also know that the telephone is there okay uh, so I'm definitely gonna make a beeline to where I'm supposed to go now. So we'll say that you go ahead and you make that phone call. Everyone else, who is going back towards um, the creamery? 
Um, yeah, Raymond wants to go check them teeth. Yeah, Angel <laughs> is probably going to want Raymond to stay away from the person who's down so that she can actually tend to their injuries. If they fell, they might have a head wound. Walter's probably just okay. going to go see if his mom needs anything. I would probably okay. ask Butch to keep Raymond away from her. Yeah, uh, what do you... Oh, yes. I'll, I'll keep an eye on him. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and play out um, an- um, Angel's scene first. Um, so you are running in into the middle of the scene. You kind of see Lacey just kind of like on the ground. Evan's kneeling next to her. You can kind of tell, you know, that they're twins. And that, you know, kind of the two adults are kind of like looking down and trying to like, you know, wake her up. One of them's probably like splashed some water on her face. One of them's like slapping her face. What do you do? I would like to perform first aid on her. Okay. And while I do, well, let me, let me roll first and then I'll add on to that. Uh, so I got a success. Okay. Uh, just a regular one. I would like to surreptitiously check her mouth for occlusions. Okay. Uh, make sure nothing uh, is blocking her airway. Okay. What do you get? Uh, oh, I got a 42 on my first aid roll, which is a success. Um, you realize that there's nothing blocking her airway. She actually seems to be breathing normally now. Her eyes are open, and she, again, feels cold to you. Her pulse is fast, but she's talking. She's kind of murmuring those same strange words again that you have heard before. It burns. And, it, sorry, it, she doesn't have sharp teeth, yeah? She doesn't have sharp okay, teeth. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> she has normal teeth. Uh, she says, it, it burns. It's beats down your mind can't can't get away Angel is going to start praying over her okay and uh, I think she's going to press her rosary to Lily's chest over her heart do you want to roll anything for this oh like a cult I could um, but I think it's mostly just her being a devout Catholic She's trying to, you know, exercise some demons or provide some kind of blessing. It's not really, like, meant to be, like, this is, you know, the power of Christ. You know, she's not a a priest. Um, I could roll a cult. I probably am not going to pass because I've only got that default 5%, but heck, why not? Nope. That is a big old 66. Dominus. Uh. Butcher Raymond, what's happening with you guys? Uh, Raymond is definitely trying to go and investigate the teeth and maybe look for some garlic. So if okay. Butch is going to try and stop him, <laughs> this is the time. If I see him bending down to reach for the body, I'll try to reach out and kind of grab him by the shoulder sleeve. Can I dodge? Yeah, I think um, we're going to roll opposing checks here. So if you want to try to get out of the way, Raymond, you're going to roll a dodge and probably like a strength, Butch. Uh, just to reach out and grab them, probably yeah. dex. Hold dex. them, I'd say strength. Okay. All right, go ahead and roll your dex against his dodge. Is there some kind of mechanic for, I think thought I remembered a mechanic for, like, size differential or something, or, like, body? Yeah, exactly. Or um, build I think or something? What we'll say is that if you, have a, if you have a plus one to build, whoever has the bigger build, you get to do that, like, roll with advantage. Not truly roll with advantage, but you roll your, like, tens place twice, take the lower number. Yeah. Well, I'm not big. I'm only 5'6", about 160, but I'm okay. dexterous as hell. And um, so I'm assuming you're, both of your builds are zero? Yep. Yeah, okay. well, mine is. 
Okay. No, mine's definitely zero. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and roll your opposing checks. Don't tell me your numbers. Tell me your uh, rate of success. Fail. Uh, extreme success. Okay. <laughs> All right, Butch. So you grab on to Raymond's arm and you kind of like pull him back. And Raymond, you're trying to like get out of the way. Hey, but- Butch, what's the big idea? I just look at him and go, shh. <laughs> <laughs> we got a job no. to do here. Let, uh, let you, Angel, she's got it under control, man. She, not the time. We got too many people around. You're going to freak them out if you start screaming vampires, okay? Just... Hey, Walter, Walter. What? Listen, well, I'm talking to my mom. You got any garlic back there? Uh, I don't work here, man. Yeah, but your mom works here. You got any garlic back there? Evan, got any garlic back there? I, I try to lead Raymond calmly out this front door. Evan, like, hey. kind of looks at you. Like, his twin sister is, like, on the ground, and he's like, what? Let go of me. Let go of me, butch. Ah. If, if, if I can, I'd like to pull him out to the front door. Oh, yeah, you can do that. He's not, okay. not a strong dude. Okay. <laughs> and then gently, but, like, focused on his face, I kind of push him up against the wall by the door. It's like, you need to calm down, okay? Just, hey, this is serious. This is serious. Here, I much. know. I know it's serious, but you got to stop with the comic book stuff, okay? There's no such things as vampires, but there is something going on. We agree. Okay, yeah, I'm something weird you. going on. We got to <laughs> do North something. Carol- Some- something weird <laughs> going on. Something, something weird going Carolina on down here. Golden <laughs> damn hills. <laughs> How would you say that in a Rhode Island accent, Ty? <laughs> something going on here. Something going on here. <laughs> you got to do yeah. something. All right. So, Angel, right now you are trying to tend to Lacey. Aaron is calling the ambulance. Butch and Raymond are having a scuffle outside. And Walter, you're talking to your mom. Anything specific you want to say to her? Ma, you need any help? Oh, I I just don't know what's happening. This has happened so many times now. I mean, that's people in our shop. We were just thinking that people in the city were getting... They've just been getting sick, you know? Maybe, uh, Ma, maybe you should go down with uh, Uncle Walter down, like, in... Uh... And Charles down for a bit. Yeah, you know, I've been thinking the same thing. It's been so strange here, but oh, I can't go. I mean, I gotta work here, and we gotta, like, you know, make a living and everything. I, I can't just leave. I know, but, uh, you know, maybe, like, given this, you know, the circumstances, uh, you know, he'll, uh, Mr. Santino will let you go down and I don't know, just at least a few days. I mean, this is getting, this is getting bad, you know? Yeah, you're, you, you I know, I know what you're saying, honey, but no, I gotta no, stay. Bring Mr. Santino with you. Maybe we'll go. You know, we're gonna show him a good time on the boat. Oh, you know, you know Mr. Santino would never leave Providence. He'd never go down to Charlestown. It's too far for him. I feel like this man, that man was born in this in this shop. I feel like he yeah, sprang, he never, he sprang he's, from the ground here and will and die. He's gonna die in, in this shop. He's spot. never gonna leave Providence. You know that. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to die here, though. You know, we could just, I mean, graduation's coming up. Uh, Finally get out of here if you want, you know? Yeah, we, we can talk about it later, honey. Well, yeah, and... you're, you're right, you're right. Uh, but I, is there anything you need? Should I, like, help Mr., like, Santino try to close up the shop, I guess, or...? Oh, I I don't need anything. Probably can go with Lacey down to the, to the hospital, though, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll go down. Uh, okay. You know, keep uh, the brother whose name I totally know. It's Evan. Evan. I'll keep Evan comp- uh, company, yeah. And as you're having this conversation... As Aaron, you know, you're coming back from the post office, but Raymond, you're having that scuffle, um, and Angel, you're tending to the um, to Lacey, who's on the ground. You hear the sirens going off in the distance, 
it's not very far to Rhode Island Hospital from here, probably just a couple miles, and so you're already hearing those ambulance bells sound. And almost as one, all five of you look up towards the west, and you see that the sun is starting to set, and it strikes you that the sunset looks beautiful. A radiance seems to pass into the sky, and you see the bright, brilliant, luminescent colors as the sun starts to sink down into the horizon. And that's where we're going to end it for today, folks. So thank you, everybody, for joining me on our first episode of this short shot at the end of Hope Street. Uh, my name is Faye, and I was your keeper for today. Let's go back around. Everybody, um, just say hi again and tell me where we can find you on the internets. Let's start with our lovely French nurse, Angèle. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, I'm Fliss. You can find me at Brad Miss Fliss on Twitter. Sounds good. What about Raymond, our vampire enthusiast? You can find me on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones or on some of the other cast of many things, uh, short shots. Be sure to check our podcast uh, channel history and try them out. And what about you, Aaron, um, our soda jerk? Uh, yeah, I was Aaron. Uh, you can find me at Norman Lambert 45 on Twitter and the Faded Titan on Instagram. All right. And Butch, our baseball enthusiast going to the major leagues. Yeah, I can only hope. Uh, Matt Longfellow. You can follow me on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt and Instagram at Mason Matt. And last but not least, our true Rhode Island native, Walter. Yeah, you can find me at the soda shop with my acid phosphate enthusiast. No, uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at uh, tscocro, T-S-C-O-W-C-R-O, and all social media under that same handle, as well as on other wonderful cast of many things, one-shots and guest appearances in their main feed as well. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. And once again, my name is Faye. You can find me on Twitter at CapFakeEye. Um, and also find me on some of the other things that are going on with the cast of Many Things. We hope that you have enjoyed our first episode of our Call of Cthulhu short shot. 